Hey, I'm former New York City cab driver Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me weekdays from 10 to 1 on Fox Across America on AM 930 and 103.9 FM KROE. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whiting. Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I am Floyd Whiting here with my friends Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson back in the booth, Aaron Linden, and Madison Danforth. Uh, Now, before we go too much farther, we want to say that our hearts go out to the family, families of uh, the um, kids that were involved in an accident yesterday. Uh, Our hearts are heavy as are uh, many individuals in the city right now, and we want to acknowledge that. Absolutely. Uh, moving forward, I want to welcome back Mr. Trevor Jackson. Boy, it's good seeing you in there, buddy. I wish I could say the same for you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we miss Trevor. And, there and it that's is. the show. There, there we have it. it. No, it's extra good to have him back because <laughs> that was lacking. Just, just that good acid burn in the morning. You know, <laughs> it's things I need. Uh, and I do want to thank Mr. James Timberlake for stepping up and stepping in. Uh, it's always good having him in here. Always good having uh, his perception mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. When we talk about these issues. Now, the issue going forward this morning, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Let's look at the poll question, Mr. Sisson. Uh, So we were just going to ask if you even knew what was going on there. And uh, so our question was, are you familiar with what is transpiring with the Nord Stream 2 pipeline? And 60% of those responding said, yes, they are. 33% uh, said no. And 7% don't care. Which, no you know, care. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's encouraging. I mean, at least there's some, you know, there's not a whole lot of apathy out there. Right. I'm kind of in between the yes and no, I guess. I mean, I, I, I guess I would say yes, but not very much about it. I mean, I know there was some, there was some damage done. They suspected sabotage, and that's about as f- the extent of my knowledge. I'm going to go as far as to say this. Uh, folks, if you're one of the individuals out there who didn't know what was happening with Nordstrom, don't feel like you're out of the loop. I've noticed in today's day and age, there is so much news coming in at one time that it can be pretty hard to just get everything, you know, because back in the day, you sat in front of the TV in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know, for a half hour, you got caught up. You sat in front of the TV for a half hour yeah. or, or maybe even an hour mm-hmm. with good old Tom Brokaw, and, yeah. and he he got you caught up on what was going on for the day. Yeah. Ted now, Koppel, and I, I remember watching those right? shows. Oh, yeah. Great, man. Yep. Yep. Now, nowadays, there's just so much all the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's a constant feed. And your news is basically one or two sentences. Yeah. They, they will mention something and move on to something else. Yes. Yeah. And and they're, they're pretty broad. Uh, I... Look, there's news at different levels, folks. There's journalism at different levels. Uh, Aaron and I were having this conversation the other day. Mm -hmm. Uh, When was the last time you sat in front of uh, the TV and watched your national news, no matter who that is, and they talked about senators and, and, and House representatives sitting and making decisions on a committee? 
Not, you remember that? Not very often. No, not no. very often. <clears throat> no. That's news. That's that's the laws of the land being pushed forward, and that's the discussions that are happening. Unless uh, you sit in front of C-SPAN. You're right. Not, you're yeah. not going to say right. And you're, you're not really going to know mm-hmm. what is truly going on. A lot of people just think these folks are up there on Capitol Hill, you know, screaming into each other's offices. I don't like you. You don't like me. You <laughs> Which know? I'm sure it does happen. Yeah, I'm sure it happens. <laughs> but, but probably the, not very often. There's a lot of work that actually does get done up there. And usually it is at the local news level that you learn about these things. So, right. you know, look, if, if you want to basically remove yourself from the back and forth talking heads, turn that off. Turn on your local stuff. Mm-hmm. Your local stuff's going to tell you facts. You know, the, 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 hopefully in a non-biased in fashion. a non-biased fashion. I'm not going to interject my politics into a news story. Once That's what you, you need. Yeah, mm-hmm. once you move up to that national level, the the interests are just too dang involved. It's a lot like government, where there's more accountability the more local you get. Exactly. And media is the same way. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. I would I would suggest everyone you know, listen to your local news, pay attention to what's going on in your state, and the things that uh, you can actually make a difference in. Now, that being said, the Nordstrom to Nord Stream to pipeline, I didn't know. Uh, right. I brought it to your attention. You brought it to my attention, Aaron. So what do we got? All right. So the poll question was, are you familiar with what is transpiring with the Nord Stream 2 pipeline? And I was very much so mm-hmm. early on. So just a little quick background, if you're unfamiliar with it. The pipeline is 762 miles long. It's a natural gas pipeline that runs from Russia to Germany under the Baltic Sea. It has depths between 262 feet and some places as deep as 360. The pipeline is owned by Gazprom, which is a Russian-owned energy company, and it can carry upwards of 110 billion cubic meters of natural gas a year. Well, we don't know what that means, so I broke it down. 110 billion cubic meters, if broken down into, it comes out to one cubic meter per second which is equivalent to 1,000 liters per second. Well, we're Americans. We don't do liters, right? (laughs) Right. Got to be our own. That actually breaks out to 264 gallons a second. Wow. A lot. Wow, that's moving. On Monday, September 26th, there were several undersea blasts consisting of hundreds of pounds of underwater explosive meant to sabotage the pipeline that were carried out in quick succession. And they, whomever they are, were successful. Interestingly enough, this sabotage occurred in a zone that is controlled by the U.S. intelligence services. Mm -hmm. And they actually have radar of American aircraft, helicopters in that area around that time. So up to this point, roughly 778 million cubic meters of natural gas have escaped from the pipeline. That's the equivalent of 250,525,856,735 gallons of natural gas. Roughly a third of Denmark's greenhouse emissions for a year in 2020. My God. It's a lot. (laughs) Currently, they've actually identified four ruptured areas in the pipeline, but the water at depth has now reached equilibrium to a point that it offset the pressure of the gas and thereby it is keeping it trapped in the pipeline. They actually haven't turned it off or fixed it yet. So this incident has caused natural gas prices to soar in an already stressed market and shortage in Europe as winter is approaching. Not a good combo. 
So it's time to play the blame game. Russia says it's the U.S. U.S. is blaming Russia, and President Xi's probably just sitting back, mm-hmm. right, rubbing his hands with anticipation. So with that, I had one final thought on the discussion before we get into the rest of this. As such an environmental disaster, with so much greenhouse gas being spilled in the atmosphere, I wonder where all of the environmentalists are. Because you haven't heard word one from John Kerry. Haven't. AOC didn't mm. dive a Dawn suit <laughs> and go down and plug <laughs> yeah. the hole like Dutch boy style. So that's the thing, though, is what do you know about it? Because nobody's talking about mm-hmm. it. And it, it, if we're that worried about the environment and global warming and emissions, that's a ton. That is a ton in one localized incident, and nobody has said a word really about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So yeah. with that, I open it up to whatever you want to talk about. Go ahead and give us a call, folks, 674-4443 or 672-5763. What do you think? Uh, let us know, uh, you know, is this, uh, was this? One of our operations? How would the United States benefit? So this is the weirdest part of this thing, though. And I've got a soundbite, if you want me to play it, of Biden in a press uh, conference held on February 7th, 2022. A reporter had asked him what would happen if Russia invaded Ukraine. He said, if Russia invades, that means tanks or troops crossing the border of Ukraine again, there will no longer be a Nord Stream 2 pipeline. The reporter said, or he said, we'll bring an end to it. The journalist asked Biden, how are you going to do that since it's in German control? They have the project. President replied, I promise you, we will be able to do it. Now, I'm not saying that that was a threat or that we did carry it out, but what did he mean by that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, fast forward a few months after Russia invaded Ukraine, and boom, you got four giant blasts taken out the pipeline. Yep. It's interesting, if nothing else. You know, we love conspiracy Absolutely. theories. Oh, yes. So you go back and check those facts and you go, wow. And you said there is radar. There's radar imagery of U.S. helicopters and aircraft in that area at the time. I would I would love to know, <clears throat> you know, we're not talking Hueys here. What, what are we talking? Blackhawks? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unidentified, what, what no tail numbers, right? you know, what are we right? looking at here? All right, we do have a caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Lines. Yes, I guess to start with, you said that there was an accident and children injured or something like that, and you never elaborated, and now you've got my curiosity up. That's not why I called, but I'd like to know more about what you just said about that. There is a news story on Sheridan Media that you can read. Yeah, we'll we'll send you that direction. Uh, If if you would like to know more, just jump on SheridanMedia.com, and uh, you you can find it there. Okay. Well, the reason I called in is Jimmy Barr <clears throat> passed away on September 11th, and there was no uh, funeral, nothing. And uh, I kept looking because he was a friend of mine and a fellow musician. And now the Legion is going to have a tribute on the 8th of this uh, month at Six o'clock, and so people that uh, would like to come down and and remember Jimmy Barr. Is this uh, the Sheridan American Legion? Yes. Okay. Okay. So there you go. All right. Thank you very much for that. Sheridan American Legion, Jimmy Barr. Um, I didn't know him. Steve, 
musician. I, I'm not familiar with him, no. Not familiar with him? Uh, well, there you go, folks. If you knew him, you can celebrate his life with, uh, with fellows. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of uh, interesting, we'll call it evidence, that points in our direction as, did we do this? But what would we benefit in doing so? How, how would One it- of the benefits would be Russia was going to make a lot of money on this pipeline okay. because Europe has a huge gas shortage, natural gas, petroleum gas right now. The U.S. now exporting to those countries is going to probably make about five times more money. So you debilitate Russia's ability to raise those funds during a war that they already are losing. Mm. They're, on the, they're on their heels. <laughs> they're on their that. heels. Yeah. And, I mean, like we talked about last week, I think, you know, their tanks run out of gas on the way to the and war. Just, just leave them there. Right. Yeah. So there could be a lot of benefit to it. I mean, you really think about what this would take to pull off. How many countries in the world could pull this off? China, Russia, us, probably. Deep water demolition. Deep water demolition. Navy that's the, SEAL that's stuff. That's pretty rough. Right? That's, that's tough to pull off. That's tough to pull off. And especially in four consecutive boom yeah. blasts. I would also like to see what part of the Balkan, uh, what did you say? This was the Balkan. Baltic Sea. Baltic yeah. Sea. I yep. would, that, is, that sea is not known for being calm. Correct. Uh, it's pretty rough waters out there. You know, and people go, oh, well, Putin did it. And then you're like, why would he do that? Why would he, he demolish sabotage? his yeah. own pipeline and take away a huge source of funding? And something else you have to ask is, uh, what's the risk of us being exposed if we did it? Right. Mm. Yeah. You know, what, what, uh, what chances are you taking there? Is it worth that risk? You know, and so you could make the argument, you know, Putin did it to blame us. You know, and, mm-hmm. and start a media circus. Maybe get some sort why? of support. Yeah. Right, but why would you do that when it's one of your biggest funding sources right now? And why would China do it? They're like buddies, you know? Yeah. So I, God, you know, without going out there and just saying it, it sounds very Navy SEAL-y. Well, I'll say this. It's really tough to make comments on 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 situations like this during times of war are we at war no but kind of um the united states has a dog in the fight oh yeah oh absolutely yeah. between money and munitions their, their chips and, are in yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yes. yes so china i don't feel has a dog in the fight outside of influence outside of uh, your buddy Doing something, yeah, I, I just, can't just think a, of any yeah. reason why China would even. Yeah, want... they have their own interests, and they're just kind of waiting to see what the political climate is. I think once the fallout is done, I think they're patient. Yes, that, that's the that's... scary thing. The scariest thing about the, the Chinese giant. giant, they are. Mm-hmm. They they are patient. Um, <laughs> God, I hate to say it, but. All signs point to home, you know? <laughs> right? <laughs> now, now, there's no place it's the like home. Of the Smurfs, I can tell you that. <laughs> and and the, if people believe that the United States has never done anything like this, or we've never cyber attacked any countries, you're crazy because we do it too. We do. We need to have a lot of our politicians stop acting all innocent. 
Yeah, yeah. I think out of everything that we have done when our politicians put their hands up and kind of take the four steps back and go, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's where I'm like, okay, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I can remember a caller, one of one of our first shows, Steve, years back, someone called in and said, why is the United States here or there? Yes. Why do we have troops here or there? Mm -hmm. And that's because we have interests in mm -hmm. the entire world. Everyone who tells you we need to shut our borders and come inside and only worry about home doesn't understand the global economy and the, the globalization that the United States has taken on after World War II. We have financial interests mm -hmm. all over this world, and we will do as a nation what we need to do to secure those financial interests. What we need to do. That's a, a broad statement, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, now, what really we think to, we need to what, do. What is ethical in right. a time of war? What is moral in a time of war? It's something that we've always gone to and we will always discuss as the sun keeps rising. Um, I don't know how to feel about this if the United States did it. I like to think that we did it for a reason. If we did do it, yeah. Mm -hmm. If we did, there had it. to be good now, reason now, behind it. Here's yeah. here's another thing, though. If the United States did this, boy, we left a lot of evidence. <laughs> you know, kind of. We left the but, bread trail all the you know, way home. At, at the same time, they're good enough that they didn't necessarily. They could have been. Oh, we were doing operations in the area, and we just happened, you know, to be in the U.S. surveillance area. Who, who's in control of those waters? Did you say it was Germany? It, no. Well, so the pipeline is owned by Gazprom, which is a Russian-owned energy company. Russian-owned energy company. And it runs from Russia to Germany. The supply ends in Germany, and then they disperse it to the rest of the uh, European nations. But it's controlled. the area that was sabotaged is in control by the U.S. intelligence services zone. So it's our zone. It's our zone. And if you think that we wouldn't have known that somebody else was in our zone. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. because intelligence surveillance? I, I mean, it, it's, it's a little sketchy. Now, has Biden or his administration, anyone in his administration, stepped forward and said, no, we didn't do this? No. No one has come forward no. and denied it? No, and most of the media that's been reporting on this says, we think we know exactly who did this. Hard stop, period. Yeah, they don't They haven't him. moved on from that point. They haven't said Jack Boo. Mm. Nobody's come forward and, and... No one. They haven't denied it. They haven't condemned it. Not really. I, w I wouldn't say hmm. condemnation. It's more like, well, there was sabotage and... Beating around the bush. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We Politics. <laughs> yeah, nobody has really said anything. And like I said, the environmentalists. You would think Greenpeace, you would think AOC, you would think John Kerry, you would think that that, that area that kind of really supports, you know, offsetting yeah. carbons would come out and say something. But they can't blame a big oil company on it. And that, right. that it doesn't score many political yeah, points. This, this ain't like what happened in the Gulf. Right. Yeah, yeah we can point the finger at this evil yeah. corporation. You, mm -hmm. you can't really do that in this case. And it's And it's not, you know... Valdez, where, right, right. you yeah. know, oh, well, some drunk, some drunk yeah. guy crashed a boat. You mm -hmm. know, it's like, no, this was not, this wasn't an accident. 
Right. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it. it <laughs> yeah. Someone it didn't was, trip over the pipeline. Right. <laughs> I just went snorkeling. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just down there, and I happened to fall over it. Yeah. No. This is just it's it's a really interesting story. Now now. I haven't seen this. Uh, now, I try not to pay too much attention to what the talking heads are, are yapping about on the national news. Um, so I will admit that, you know, this could be all over the place on Fox or CNN or MSNBC, and I wouldn't know. It's not on the last two. <laughs> uh, really. Okay. I mean, so okay. CNN, no, but, yeah. uh, MSNBC have not really touched on this at all. Okay. Fox has covered it extensively, as well as, you know, Newsmax and some of those organizations. But the that, that becomes part of the interesting thing about the poll question is it would be interesting to know where those people found out or yeah, didn't yeah, find really out. Yeah, really would. Yeah. You know, are, are, is the percentage that said, yes, we know about this? Are those Fox people and the CNN, MSNBC folks are the ones that said, no, is it vice versa? Yeah. I have my suspicions on it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I, I think it's it's been something that has been reported fairly heavily on if you're looking in certain places. Now, certain news organizations have really kind of taken a, a stance, a very pro-Putin stance uh, as well. It, have you noticed whether or not it's those organizations that are reporting this? Yeah, and I don't know that anybody's necessarily pro-Putin, I mean, they'll say, you know, he's a bad guy. You can hate him. Everybody does. But why would he do this to himself? Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a valid question. That's a good point. You know, why would he disable one of his economic streams during a war? Mm -hmm. He wouldn't. I Uh, don't think. We got a caller real quick. Uh, Let's hear what they've got to say. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Hey, well, uh, I really enjoyed your... uh, uh, thoughts and information provided. I knew a little bit about the pipeline, but uh, you provided some additional information that, that I think is interesting, but I don't know why we should, and I think you've kind of intimated this, I mean, why would we believe what this administration has to say about this? I mean, uh, Putin's been their scapegoat over and over again, and uh, you know, turned out that they've lied to us over and over again. I mean, if you've tried to prove this and uh, put all the evidence on both sides together and looked at it objectively, you'd have to say the United States did this. I mean, yeah. It certainly appears so, doesn't it? lying eyes, you know? It certainly appears that the breadcrumbs lead right back to the door. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting, though, that the national news sources won't come out and even speculate on that. Yeah. I mean, they're so scared to yeah. say anything. So when it, when we talked about this last week and put the poll question together, I'm like, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, it, it at least merits conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would completely agree on that. And, and I agree that you, we're not saying that anybody did anything, folks. We are just discussing the possibilities uh, it's all speculation. It's all speculation. Well, somebody did something. <laughs> Someone mean, did something. I will do say something. that. And that's the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't just drop a rock. <laughs> Oops. Um, well, like I said, it's not It's not an accident. Right. No. I think that's that's a, it, you can pretty much rule that It's a planned accident. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It, exactly. It wasn't so. something like, oh, well, we knew that this pipeline was going to be bad. It, yeah. we, we built it kind of shoddily and... 
and it blew up. No, yeah, that wasn't it. Uh, all right, uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break here. <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna this we're gonna continue discussing this just because the United States has got operations going all over the world. A lot of stuff happens that we don't know about. Maybe it's for the best, maybe it's not. Who knows? This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930K early. 103.9 FM. Share it. From the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main and Sheridan. Connect Home Center is ready to help you beautify your home and conserve energy with their flyer in this week's Country Bounty. Take 10% off all Marvin windows and patio doors. Take 10% off all Vector Envision windows. October is Fire Prevention Month, which means you can stock up and save on home fire extinguishers and smoke and carbon monoxide alarms. And check out the Mead Legacy Home Plan Collection, too. There's a lot to see and shop in the Connect Home Center flyer in this week's Country Bounty. Sheridan Orthopedic Associates continues its over 50-year tradition of surgical excellence in Northeast Wyoming and Southern Montana with the addition of Dr. Jory Wasserberger, a Wyoming native and fellowship trained at the Mayo Clinic in Orthopedic Sports Medicine. Dr. Wasserberger joins a team of highly rated surgeons providing spine, sports, hand, hip, knee, and shoulder surgery, joint replacement, and more, including emergency care 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit us at SheridanOrtho.com to learn more. Hi, this is Claire Broadbent from Holy Name Catholic School, inviting you to participate in our fall raffle for the chance to win up to $10,000. Money raised will benefit our wonderful Catholic school. Each $100 ticket gives you the chance to win up to $10,000. Only 200 tickets available. Call Mandy today at 307-672-2021. Have a great day. Hard water takes a toll on your home and your appliances, but with a Helen Brand water softening system, you can eliminate the effects hard water has on your home and your family. To learn more, contact your local Helen Brand dealer or visit Helen Brand Water Center at HelenBrandWaterCenter.com. Helen Brand, see water clearly. Water Products and Solutions, located at 1909 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan or call 672-7606. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Hi, this is Ada Curvin with Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation. I want to remind everyone about the importance of cancer screening and early detection in the fight against this disease. We hope you will come out with your family and friends and join us at beautiful Whitney Park on Saturday, October 15th to support our annual event, The Link, Partners in Pink. All proceeds this year support patients at the Welch Cancer Center through the Foundation's Comfort Care Program. See you on the 15th. Register online at SheridanHospital.org. Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting and I'm here with my friends Steve Sisson, Trevor Jackson, Aaron Linden, and Madison 
Danforth. Give us a ring, 674-4443 or 672-5763. We're discussing the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, the uh, events that have taken place over there in the Baltic Sea, and whether or not they... Who did it? Who, it's a it's, big it's, whodunit it's mystery. It's a big Scooby-Doo right it's here. It's <laughs> <laughs> Who did it? Well, uh, you know, breadcrumbs lead back to our welcome mat, but were they supposed to? Right. Were exactly. Was it a setup? What is, it, is it a setup to try and get support for the Russian cause going into Ukraine? Mm. Poor Russia. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's thinking poor Russia. I don't think... Aside from Putin, you know? Yeah. But I, yeah. I think the rest of the world stage, maybe aside from China, of course, is like, wow, stop being a turd. You know, yeah. I mean... Yeah. I get it. He wants to go back, old Soviet bloc stuff. You know, it's that old socialism. I want to reclaim what was rightfully ours. Since his first uh, day in office, man. Right. Mm-hmm. And every... I mean, you think about the formation of any country... Somebody else invaded it. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it went. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're past that. Like, shouldn't we be? Everybody, we okay, be? We're, we've got our quote unquote borders, whether they're secure or not, but you've got the map, let's call it, you know, the, the globe. You look at the globe and you go, okay, that's Poland. Okay, that's Ukraine. But now you've got somebody going, well, I want to redraw the map. Well, I don't know. I feel like in 2022, we should kind of be past that. See, and I, it, when he first went over the border, that's where I thought the exact same thing. I think you said something like that. Aren't yeah. we done with dictators? Yeah. For the love. And I don't know that we're done with, done with these dictators, monsters. I mean, but we should be done. You got your space. Dictate that. There you go. <laughs> right? Do, yeah. do a good job with Stay that. Stay in your bubble. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, well, yeah. and then, even then, we got to look at certain things that are changing throughout the world. Let's look at Iran. Mm-hmm. Okay? They do have a totalitarian government over top of them right now. And they're experiencing a little bit of social change. Mm-hmm. Now, what will come of this, I do not know. But they're we'll, doing we'll, it within their borders. That's right. the thing. Right. Like they're not they're not going next door and going, well, you guys yeah. need to do this now. And you got China looking at Taiwan, oh, basically yeah. saying, Well, that's ours. Always yeah, I has guess, been. My question is you you say like in twenty twenty two we should be past it. And I'm like why? Why in twenty twenty two should we be past it? Uh, uh what what has changed that makes it no longer relevant? Yeah, it, like it like it wasn't like in the nineteen forties, it was like it it was expected to happen there. I don't think it was expected there either. No, but I just feel like we're I don't know, progressive enough, intelligent I was, I, enough yeah, that yeah. we just go, okay, you got your space. Trevor's shaking his head now. Do something decent. I remember with it. I had a, a teacher one time, I was in junior high. Turn your mic ago. up just a little bit, we brother. Were facing climate change or global warming, we were going to all freeze to death in the next ice age. Yeah. And he right. said, you have to look at human element. And we've, it's like the Middle East. He said, they've been killing each other in the name of God for 2,000 years. You have Iran. It's not this totalitarian government. You have a religious factor in there, too. Now, remember, Iran and Iraq killed millions of each other. Oh, yeah. The, a yeah. huge war. They just slaughtered millions of Iraqis and uh, Iranians. So I drove over the green like, zone. Yeah. I don't think we're—you you can't take the human element out. And humans are flawed. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have dictators and you have Idi Amin's and you have, you know, Darfar and—, and 
and genocides everywhere. Yeah, I think you, know, you kind of look at the. Not, it's not um, unicorns and jelly beans, my friend. <laughs> right. That's very. It's very true. That's well, I think true. like like the U.S. and the U.K. are done with empire building, but other parts of the world may not be. Yeah. Well, China, obviously. Yeah. And so our our perspective is like, well, man, aren't we past this now? And I think we are, but I think the other people are are not. Yeah. No, that's true. We got a couple callers. Uh, let's hear what they've got to say. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Hey guys. Good, Good morning. morning. Yeah, you look at the uh, the people uh, streaming across the borders uh, to escape the draft in Russia. Uh, just recently, two guys went out and isolated themselves on an uh, island over there in the Bering Strait just mm-hmm. to get yeah. out of you know, legally get out of Russia. These people are uh, to say that all the Russians are really happy about their political situation over there would be quite a stretch. And so, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with the uh, process of gathering gas, but it comes from many different sources into a major pipeline and everything, and it's quite easy to see if you had somebody that was wanted to sabotage the government there uh, could easily slip a, a package into one of those insertion points, and it would push it right down the pipeline to explode at the a oh that's a good point really that inconvenient is really spot. interesting you don't yeah, actually have to uh, be in that location of the pipeline you can send it yeah. down the line <clears throat> that's yeah. a very good point yeah and uh to to think that maybe somebody swam down there and attached a package to it would be kind of absurd that's uh, a little deep uh, mm-hmm. for for a diver and everything and um you know look at russia's uh, flagship a missile cruiser that was pretty well brought down by Ukrainian frogmen and in a concerted attack there. And you would think that um, a ship like that would have security measures, but I think that probably there might have been a few sailors on that thing that were um, not sympathetic so much with the Russians. They just sort of looked the other way, ignoring some um, signals that somebody was up to something out there in the water. And uh, just let them blow the damn ship up, you know. Yeah, so there's a lot of possibilities, but the the um, the idea of, of putting something in the pipeline from one of the insertion points is uh, probably the easiest way to get the job done. And just have a timing device on there, you know what the flows are, and when it reached the point where it ought to be, why uh, timer set it off and. And uh, and of course, uh, the evidence is blown out into the water. You're never going to find it. I love that. So, that's theory. an excellent I theory. I really yeah. like that yeah. theory. Absolutely. That can go so many different ways. Like it can be like a worker, it can be just a civilian. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Could be yeah, just have, anybody have, have fun in. with yeah. that. <laughs> that's fantastic, Mike. Thank you so much. That's a, 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 a another great theory coming Absolutely. Forward. And and one that is actually more plausible than uh, you know what we were discussing before. A, a guy down there with a hacksaw. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna solve this. <laughs> I can do. Hold my breath. <laughs> All right, we got a we got another caller. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, a couple points to put out would be uh, drone operations. They've been going on for a while so you could potentially put something down there wait for anybody to roll by so that that would be difficult in its own um nature um 
But really, I think what we need to be concerned about is Europe is going to be hurting if you're not going to be able to heat and power your cities. It's going to be a huge detriment to them. And I would say that it could be just oil uh, pushing oil issues because there's a lot of countries, South um, Africa, we've got South America, they're uh, starting to have issues with this and not going to produce. OPEC is dropping um, its intake. So I'm just curious if uh, people have seen the uh, um, the documentary, CBS documentary, Arming Ukraine. Um, it puts out a lot of information out there. Yeah, yeah, about the, you brought that up before, the money lost. Mm-hmm. Um, money gets lost in every single war. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not justifying yeah, it. Yeah, it happens, though. But just, we, were, we were going through two wars not very long ago. And in one war, in the Iraq War, $9 billion U.S. dollars is still unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. This is the way it works. It's unfortunate. It's costly. And it's ugly, but the fog of war hides hands mm. really well. Mm. All right, we got uh, we got another caller. Go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Hello, for me? Yes, sir. Okay, my name's John. I, um, I'm thinking there's maybe something else we need to consider. I have no dog in this fight. But let's note a couple other facts. These pipelines, one and two, exploded 17 hours apart. First one, then 17 hours, then another. Now, in the energy industry, um, especially with hydrocarbons, sabotage is not the first thing you think about when a pipeline explodes. But secondly, when a Russian pipeline explodes, it's sort of any day that ends in a Y. And (laughs) and the reason is kind of that they're the worst people in the world for preventive maintenance. And they're the ones that control that end of the pipeline. Uh, they're the ones that are responsible for running pigs through the thing that make sure it stays clean, et cetera, et cetera. And they're not doing that. And how do we know that? Well, because Nord Stream 2 was not running, and it was full. They filled it up. And then nobody would take the gas. Now, if you have methane gas at the bottom of the ocean, and there's salt water all around it, and there's huge pressure, that forms methane hydrates, and that's a solid. And that can't be in a pipeline ever, ever. And so you need massive uh, preventive maintenance in order to make sure that nothing goes wrong. And the, the real problem with methane hydrates is that they very quickly decompose. And it happens fast enough that it would be like an explosion, but it would not be an explosion that deep in the ground. There's I suppose you could get into arguments about whether or not there's enough oxygen and methane hydrate, et cetera, but I don't want to go there. The point is that the Russians are terrible at at preventive maintenance, and it's entirely possible that this could be one pipeline went to pot. They probably saw it coming. They tried to heat one end of it. They failed, and it blew up because, of course, they're not going to tell the Germans, hey, we got methane hydrate. Um, So that's one I'd like, like to consider. There's a very good article on this. It's not... I have a background that helps me understand it, but the the credit goes to a place called thelawdogfiles.com, 
a very good article by a gas industry guy. And it's worth considering. I, who knows? John, I, guys- I, I want to say I appreciate you calling in on that because that is a fantastic point. This literally could have just been faulty equipment. Mm-hmm. Because you're right. They're yeah. not known. And, and everybody's ready to have a bad guy. Yes. Yeah, especially right now, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent point, John. Yeah. yeah. Excellent right. point. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. Thank you. Uh, yeah, there we go. What if this is just faulty equipment? And Russia goes, oh, uh, America. America. Yeah. Biden was down there. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to say we just screwed up. They won't right. say that. Yeah. No. Well, because no one makes mistakes. <laughs> hide, hide, hide it in plain sight. Yeah. You, you know, know this, this we, was your fault. And he's <laughs> got a point. Look back through history. <laughs> Very true. Yes. Look back through history, multiple uh, times. You know, they've had failures mm-hmm. in equipment, uh, submarines. Yep. Uh, Chernobyl. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That big one. Yeah. <laughs> Their space program. Yep. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah there's, a, there's a long track record there. That's an excellent point. I'm, I'm yeah, really glad John called in on that. And I'm glad, uh, uh, you know, Mike called in on the other thing where it was just, what if this has nothing to do with the United States at all? And, and it was either an accident or a sabotage. You know, because they're right. What if you you could attach something to a pig, send it down, right. and it's done? And you do it when we're operating in the area. Perfect right. timing. Yeah, because you Perfect were there for timing. other reasons. I've got exactly. my own little scapegoat. Yep. I mean, that is really interesting. Yep. We're really smart. See? Conspiracy you theories, would. Yeah. man. You would. I'd be but, really smart. But at the same time, if you had like a, a clandestine intelligence agency operating behind enemy lines, why not? Yeah. You that's math. Mm-hmm. That's all I need is an oil gas guy. Mm-hmm. Teach me when this pig's going to hit this area right here. Teach me when that's going to happen right here. Or we know that they're going to be operating in this area at this time. Fire to make it happen. Yep. Well, it's like every bank robber movie. It's like they plan, they they go infiltrate, they like work at the bank for whatever, yeah. figure mm-hmm. out how everything works you and then case they rob the, the joint. bank. Yeah, they got to yep. case the joint. Yep. So <laughs> case the pipeline. Yeah. Right. Yeah, case yeah, the pipeline. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting, and I'm really glad that we all were able to to look at this. Uh, I'm so thankful for the callers this morning. You've thrown out uh, two more theories mm-hmm. that uh, could, in my opinion, are maybe even more plausible than this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, theory that somebody sabotaged it. Uh, you know, it could have been self sabotage. Could have been bad maintenance. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? What do you but think? But the, the the interesting part of it that. John brought up was it was not operational at yeah. the point. Right. I yeah. mean, it was not running yet. It was full. Yeah. Why? Of natural gas. Yeah. Right. Why? Yeah. Why would you if, do that? If yeah. it were not operational, why would there be anything in it? Does there have to be for the pressurization? I don't know. I don't know that. I'm not an expert on that. <laughs> but I found that to be one of the more interesting points is Germany basically shut it down and said, no. We're not going to do this mm-hmm. as of, I want to say, I don't know, it was like August or something, yet the gas was still in there. Mm-hmm. And then when it blew, they didn't turn it off. The water pressurized it. Why didn't yeah. they turn it off? Yeah. I mean, there's so many different aspects. It's not a good show just, if you turn it off. Right. True. <laughs> it, yeah. You can't you lose, those you awesome lose the bubble satellite bath. photos of that bubbles coming yeah. up like the, you know, the, what was it? Did you show it was me like that a, photo? Yeah. A mile in diameter, I think, something like that. It was incredible. It was crazy incredible. 
Well, and then I, they were flying over it, and I'm like, that seems like a bad idea if it's <laughs> methane gas, right? right? Yeah. Now, uh, I'm not a chemist, but John John sounded pretty convincing. And uh, I, I can believe what, uh, you know, he said he had a background in it. I can't verify that, of course. But it uh, sounds like what he was talking about is, is very plausible mm -hmm. to be going on down there. And uh, what the other individual was talking about, Europe is going to be hurting. Winter is on its way. Mm -hmm. I, happen, I happen to know a state that actually has a lot of people that could uh, go to work for Europe, maybe get some gas over there. Um, Got some friends that'd be happy to go back to work over here. Right. Uh, it, it's all about cost effectiveness, guys. Right. That, you know? So, well, who knows what happened over there? There's probably more evidence yet to be uncovered. Absolutely. Oh, I'm down sure. Down the line somewhere it'll surface. But who's going to investigate what? <laughs> Sweden. And, Sweden's and, actually doing it right now. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. They, I would believe them. Yeah. All right, folks, you've been listening to the Jackson Electric <laughs> Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. As we enter the fall months, have you made that plan to market your business? Are you stuck, confused on what to do? Hi, this is Bob Grammons, General Manager at Sheridan Media. Let us help you put a plan in place as we gear up for the holiday season. Sheridan Media can market your business on up to nine different radio stations. We can place your print ad in front of nearly 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County with the Country Bounty. Or market your business worldwide through a variety of digital products that we offer. We can also place your ad on our two websites, 